Happy Brews Day Tuesday, everybody. My name is Caroline King, and you're listening to Bitch Beer. Bitch Beer Podcast today. I am your host, Caroline King, and I have a pretty exciting episode for you today. I know I say that every week because um, I've talked to some pretty awesome people, so pretty lucky with that. But it's a beautiful time of year right now. The leaves are changing. There's cool, crisp breezes going through the air. Pumpkin beers are stocking the shelves. Say what you will about pumpkin beer. I don't care. I fucking love pumpkin beer. Come at me. (laughs) I know there's a lot of people who don't like it, but I don't care. Um, But also, my other favorite part of this time of year is the Great American Beer Festival. That is one of the most coveted competitions in the entire world for craft beer industry. It's put on by the Brewers Association. It's a pretty incredible event. And I don't know if you've heard, but there's this global pandemic thing going on. It's called COVID. Uh, You know, we had to quarantine for a while. So yeah, we've all heard of it. It's thrown a wrench in pretty much all of our plans this year. So um, I am very excited to be speaking with Anne, who is the marketing director for the Brewers Association and also the spokesperson for Great American Beer Festival. And she's going to go into what they have planned this year. There's a lot of incredible virtual events going on. You will not want to miss a single word. So I'll let you just go ahead and listen. Hope you enjoy. Cheers. much for um, letting me call you today and have you on Bitch Beer Podcast. Um, if you could just go ahead and introduce yourself and tell everybody what you do in the beer community. Thanks, Caroline. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, I am Anne Obenchain. I'm the marketing director for the Brewers Association. It's the not-for-profit trade association that represents small and independent craft breweries across the country. And we're also the producers of the Great American Beer Festival, which is the largest ticketed beer festival in the U.S. Wow. I mean, I am like fangirling hardcore right now because this is (laughs) so exciting. I mean, you're just like such an accomplished person in the brewing industry and everything. And so uh, this is really exciting. And then, of course, everything that's happening this year with GABF uh, moving to a more virtual platform. How is all of that going so far? It is going great. It has been a crazy ride as 2020 has been uh, interesting for everybody. (laughs) Um, But the um, judges just finished up um, uh, judging the beers. So we're tallying all those votes and we'll be ready to announce the winners of the competition next Friday. And the passport program uh, started on October 1st. So we've got 1,100 breweries nationwide participating. So beer lovers are headed out to those breweries, brew pubs, and tap rooms 
to visit them and support them. And uh, we're just putting the finishing touches on the virtual programming that's going to start on October 16th and 17th for the actual virtual festival part of GABF. Wow. That's really, really, really exciting. It's it's great that I think people are just adjusting pretty well to being like, okay, things are just happening virtually now. And um, what sort of things are you all doing to kind of get people engaged with your virtual events? Well, we are, um, we have two evenings of original beer programming, we like to say. So um, we've taken, for those that have been to the uh, festival when it's been held in person, in addition to all the beer tasting, we have um, a segment called Brewer's Studio where we bring in chefs and Cicerones and some of the top names in brewing and some of the up and coming names in brewing and they do um, beer education. So we decided to take that into um, beer TV this year. So we have, um, we're talking about beer and food pairing uh, that ranges from taking the food that's in your pantry and finding the right uh, pairings for you um, in your in your fridge, but if you want to be a little more adventurous, we have a uh, James Beard nominee chef that's going to teach some Korean cooking, uh, and then beer pairing from there. Um, then we also have some of the titans of beer. We have Ken Grossman um, to toast to the beer community in celebration of a crazy year. We have. Wow. Vinny and Natalie from Russian River. We have Garrett Oliver from Brooklyn Brewery, Tommy Arthur Arthur from the Lost Abbey, and many, many more. And then the last part, which I love even more, is what's happening in beer culture these days and what where are some of the up and comers and we and new projects that are happening. So we have uh Jose and Tamil and Martin from Raices Brewing Company here in Denver um, to talk about the Latin roots of brewing and what they're doing at their brewery. We have Marcus Baskerville from Weathered Souls. He's the he's, he's been leading he's been leading the Black is Beautiful um, project this year, and oh, he's got a, a few breweries. <laughs> yeah, and then we you know Garrett Oliver is going to be talking about the Michael Jackson Foundation. Wow. And then we have the ladies from Lady Justice uh, Brewing Company talking about how they're, you know, putting uh, social justice and beer together at their brewery. So there's a little bit for everybody. You know, if you think about CBS Sunday morning, that's kind of the, the look and feel that we're trying to have, you know. So just you can kick back, uh, have a beer or two and sip along and each one has a tasting sheet so you can go out ahead of time and get the beers or the beer styles um, if that beer isn't available in your market. And so you can sip along and um, with the speakers. This is so incredible because there's just so many resources out there that I don't think people even realize. And I feel like this is just going to expand the audience for what GABF really is to so many people. So this is really, really, really exciting. Just so many things going on. 
Um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm really excited for it. Although I do miss, you know, 60,000 people uh, of my closest friends over three days. So I miss them <laughs> and, and look forward to seeing them next year. I know this was going to be my first year coming in person. And I was just like, oh, oh. <laughs> but you know, this will still be really cool. This is going to be an awesome experience. And so, okay. And then I would love to know more about you because so you're head of marketing with the Brewers Association, which is huge. So, I mean, that's a huge accomplishment and a huge position to be in. How did you get started in the beer industry? You know, I am fairly new to the beer industry. Um, I have spent most of my career in the outdoor and ski and entertainment industry. So a lot of parallels um, and worked on some projects uh, a long time ago with Dale when he was starting up Oscar Blues. Oh, okay, um, cool. So I've had contacts and connections with the beer industry throughout my career, but uh, just joined the Brewers Association uh, three years ago. So wow. um, it's been really great um, to see and meet the the breweries, and you know, it's a very artistic and creative creative group. It's such a cool group of people and it's, it's getting like so much more diverse and so much. Cause I mean, so you started three years ago with the Brewers Association and how much have you seen it change in the three years that you've been with the beer industry? I continue to see it change all the time. You know, we're seeing lots and lots of tap rooms and small breweries and brew pubs pop up. You know, we're well over 8,000, I think almost 8,300 breweries across the country now. So they are continuing to um, explode in every community across the U.S. Uh, We're seeing more uh, women getting involved, which I just love. You know, we're seeing (laughs) more and more people of color and different cultures getting involved. So really excited for uh, where the beer community is going to go. That's incredible. Oh, it, it is. It's really exciting. And just seeing how much it's growing and how much we're doing. And then so um, as far as uh, Great American Beer Festival goes, GABF, um, how long ago did that get started? 39 years ago. Wow. The first, <laughs> yeah, it's, been, it's been going for a long time. You know, the first festival was held in 1982 in a small hotel called the Harvest House Hotel uh, in Boulder, Colorado. And at that time, there were 24 breweries, 47 beers, and 800 attendees. Um, You know, last year, we had over 800 breweries on the the festival floor and 60,000 attendees. And... Yeah, so it has grown. It has grown. And over 4,000 beers. So to go from 47 beers to 4,000 beers um, has been just wild, uh, wild growth. But it's matched, you know, the growth in in breweries and popularity of craft beer and the growth of um, craft beer in general. Wow, that is just so incredible, just how much it's grown and then the way that y'all are adapting this year. Um, So with... uh, you guys have a lot of classes going on and different like virtual experience. What, what are the virtual experiences that you're looking forward to the most? Well, the first one I look forward to the most is the awards ceremony. Yes! So for, <laughs> for the listeners out there, um, we, in conjunction with the festival, we also host um, 
and produce the Great American Beer Festival competition, which is the largest professional competition in the world. And we have over 9,000 beers that are judged. Um, and we are giving away almost 200 and I think 272 medals is the final count for this year that recognize brewing excellence. And this is where we really get to recognize the creativity and the artistry and the accomplishment of our craft brewers. And this year is even more special just because of all of with COVID and all of the things that have been going on. Um, it's going to be great next Friday night to award these medals to these wow. brewers. Friday night. That's going to be, that's really special. That is really, really special. That's, I, I mean, I just know like last year when um, all the breweries just here in Atlanta, they would, they came back and they were like, oh, that's just, it was just unreal. So being able to recognize these brewers is really huge, especially like it's just been such a tough year for so many breweries, you know, just having to adapt to the changes and everything like that. What do you think are some changes that you guys have adapted to that you would probably want to carry forward into future festivals when uh, things hopefully go back to normal if they do? <laughs> oh, well, we do hope that they go back to normal. Uh, normal is probably going to look a little different than little the normal different. we had uh before 2020 but you know with this year's festival going and adapting to this passport program more than half of the participating breweries are new first-time breweries for GABF and about 46 percent of those are under a thousand barrels so for listeners that's you know a really small uh, really small brewery or tap room. Yeah. And, you know, these, these breweries may not have been able to, you know, close or have other staff so they could come to, come to Denver for a week. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're going to be looking at ways and talking to them about how can we can continue to keep them involved in the festival, even if they may not be able to be in person in Denver. So um, I would, I would see that we might, you know, carry the passport program forward or some part of that uh, in addition to the in-person festival. Wow. And then the passport program. Um, tell us a little bit about the passport program. What exactly um, is it and how do people kind of take part in that? So the first thing to do is go to greatamericanbeerfestival.com mm -hmm. and the we have a, a virtual passport which costs 20 bucks Ooh, that's and steal. it's delivered it's delivered right to your phone and what that gets you is it gets you secret deals, um, special deals, and special access to these deals at more than 1,100 breweries, all 50 states across the country. And then in addition, it gets you exclusive access to that programming on October 16th and 17th. So the, the ceremony programming is free to the public, but after the ceremony at 7 o'clock Mountain Time, we'll switch over to the exclusive programming for our passport um, passport buyers so they can have a beer with the founder of Sierra Nevada and, oh and hear gosh. from everybody else. And wait, all of that's only $20 for, for so all of it's only $20. <laughs> that's yeah. <laughs> that's so amazing. That's incredible. I'm like, a yeah. And right we now. realize, <laughs> yeah. And those, and those passports, you know, it, it's up to the, the, 
brewery on what they want to offer because we realize everybody's in a different circumstance and that can change. So depending on where you live, uh, it could be um, on premise. If you're if you have outside dining or, or beer garden, it, you can go there and support them. And it could be a two for one or a, some of them are brewing special beers this time of year for Great American Beer Festival. So there might be a special release. Um, in other areas, it might be for discounts on beer to go or beer delivery. And I do know of a few that aren't currently open, but they're offering deals on discounts on their merchandise. So you can still order online their T-shirt or hat and, and um, you know, support them loud and proud and, uh, and go visit them when they do reopen. That's incredible. This is such a great deal. Oh, I'm definitely downloading this right away. This is, this is happening. <laughs> and then, and then if you're curious about what's close to you on, on the website, there is a brewery finder. Uh, so it can help you locate uh, breweries near you. So oh, that's perfect. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Cause there's, I know there's a lot of breweries here in Atlanta, but just kind of all over too. It's kind of, sometimes people don't know that there's like a brewery, like right around the corner from them. That's, you know, participating in this, but also, you know, you might find an, your new neighborhood spot. Exactly. Exactly. Or if you want a road trip, you know, the, the um, program started on October 1st, it runs till October 18th. There's lots of time, including a holiday weekend for those of people that have uh, Columbus day off. So great time to maybe, you know, stretch out and, and take a little bit of a, a ride. So I know my neighbors were located here in Colorado. Uh, they're headed down to New Mexico next next weekend to visit some of the participating breweries there. That is so cool. That's a great idea because there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of like really cool towns all over that have like such good brewery scenes. So that's, that's awesome. That is so exciting. Um, and then, yeah, I like, thank you so much for going into all of this and talking about all of it. This is going to be really exciting. I know that so many events this year were some of them unfortunately canceled, but I'm just really happy that you all are, you know, just doing so much with the virtual platform and, and still being able to involve so many breweries. And, um, so this is just really exciting to learn about. So I really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, it's a pleasure and really appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely. And then just a couple more beer related questions. Um, Sure. So what was the first ever craft beer that you drank? I believe it's probably one that most people have had, but I believe it was actually, I know because I grew up in the Midwest and when I (laughs) finished college, I took a one way, bought a one way ticket to California. And this was longer ago than I'd like to say, (laughs) but I had um, a Sierra Nevada pale ale Nice. And to me, it was like magic in a glass because right? I hadn't tasted anything like it. And <laughs> living living in Northern California at the time, you know, that was one of the um, birthplaces of craft beer. So I was fortunate uh, to sample quite a few different things. And then later, Gordon Biersch opened their first tap room Ooh. right across from my house. So <laughs> that was a, a great experience as well. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah, Sierra Nevada, that's a solid first craft beer. That's pretty solid. That's that's really good. And then, so if you were to be 
uh, trapped on a deserted island and could only have a refrigerator filled with one type of beer, what beer would you oh. have on that deserted island? <laughs> oh, that's so hard. That's so hard. Because, because I am admittedly a seasonal drinker. And <laughs> here in Colorado, we can have all four seasons in a day, right? So... <laughs> So right now, you know, it's it's getting cooler at night. So I love um, I love a lot of the darker beers, and especially one of my two of my favorite dark beers um, are the Fremont Dark Star, the Imperial Oatmeal Stout, and I also love um, New Holland's Dragon's Milk. <gasps> So those are great. I I know I'm not answering your question because there's too many to choose from. You're in charge of the association pretty much. So you can say whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) When it's hot out, like we have some warm days. I really love Wibby Brewing's Lightshine Rattlers. And Wibby Brewing is uh, a smaller brewery located in Longmont, Colorado. And that is summer in a glass to me. It's just light and lovely. What brewery is it again? I'm gonna write it's it down. Wibby. Wibby. Wibby Brewing Company. So when you come out to Colorado, you'll have to try that. Absolutely. Um, up too. Oh, and then incredible. I just, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to uh, be able to, in my position, I get to sample lots and lots of great things. I and bet. one thing that uh, I don't think I could, you know, one thing that I just uh, tasted the other day was. Um, a seasonal beer since everything is pumpkin right now, but the Four Noses Brewing Company has the Pump Action Imperial Pumpkin Ale, which is, in my opinion, lovely. It has pumpkin pie and autumn spices in an amber malt, really delicious. And it's this beautiful amber, clear amber color. If I, I'm very visual with food and beer, so yeah. I love seeing it in the glass and enjoying it as well. That is definitely next on my list because I have not had that one yet, and it's definitely going to be happening because I love pumpkin beers. Everybody makes fun of pumpkin beers, but I don't care because I love them. I think they're delicious. <laughs> it is delicious. What's your favorite? Oh, I really love um, – there's a year-round beer here in Atlanta. It's so good. It's um, – so we have uh, Arches Brewing down in Hapeville, and they they just started doing this beer called Lloyd's Light, and it's for the, all of the like people who like like are, like people are like oh I just want something that tastes like beer that is that is your beer mm-hmm. and so that way you mm-hmm. can and I'll bring it around my family and everything because I mean nothing against Bud Light nothing against you know the big the big breweries but you know I'm like here support like a local small brewery and my stepdad loves it. That's a really good one. Or there's another one um, called Second Self's Thai Wheat. It's a wheat beer, and it has, like, lemongrass and ginger in it, and it's, like, perfect for Thai food. It's really good. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And for, like, pumpkin beers, I I really like um, Southern Tears Pumpkin. That's just a classic. But yeah, I, I love, I, I have not met a beer that I dislike so far. So <laughs> it's, it's been a pretty 
good journey, like getting to learn all about the craft beer industry and different and different beers and everything. So oh, this was incredible. This is definitely like a bucket list interview. So I am so appreciative of you coming on the podcast and telling us more about you and GABF and everything. So oh, well, thank you, Caroline. It's a pleasure. And hopefully I'll get to see you in person in Denver next year. Absolutely. That is definitely going to be happening. I I don't think there's anything that could keep me away. So <laughs> listening that was such a great time and is such a rock star and again i was fangirling hardcore i warned you guys <laughs> but you can find more about the great american beer festival by going to greatamericanbeerfestival.com you can also purchase your passport for the festival and that is only twenty dollars i mean that's incredible you get access exclusive access to all of their virtual content and everything like that so i highly recommend it i just bought mine you can find more about the brewing the brewers association by going to brewersassociation.org that has a ton of helpful resources uh, for different breweries small and independent craft breweries and something that i did not know actually until recently embarrassingly enough um, that craft beer breweries they have to have the seal from the Brewers Association on the can or on the bottle to be considered part of the Brewers Association so if you were ever wondering about any craft beer breweries out there if they are truly uh, independent craft brewers um, look for that seal on there so that's a really helpful resource as well Um, I will be back in two weeks with another very special guest so y'all sit tight and thanks so much have a great week cheers See